Welcome to the Lawn Care Together podcast, a podcast for new or experienced lawn care professionals looking for lawn care, business, or life tips. This podcast is brought to you by Blades LLC owner Alex Counterman so that we can learn together. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and thanks for joining us for today's show. Today's show, I'm actually coming to you from my truck. Um, it is a Friday afternoon and I took off, so this podcast probably won't come out on Friday, but it is a Friday afternoon and I actually took off work as a part-time employee to or full-time employee to work my part-time job. And the reasoning is it's because we got subcontracted to do a job. We were asked to do a cleanup a while back, actually, at um, an advanced auto. And it was very simple, two truckloads and got the stuff out and it, it paid pretty lucratively. And we got put on their list. And I mean, when we had asked how this guy heard about us, he was just very open and was like, yeah, Googled lawn care in Strasburg. And what we did was just look at the list. And I think my business, it's definitely on the first page, which is awesome because I mean, I do a, a fair amount. I think I do a fair amount to get us up on the list and put us higher, rank us higher by doing the social media and doing the podcast and doing all these things to just put blades llc's name out there so the guy reached back out to us um and he was like listen they are trying to get out of their lease and they're shelving in there and it needs to be removed are you able to help us because we had told them before like listen if there's any small work you guys need done give us a call we can probably do it you know we're a family of general contractors we understand how to do more than just lawn care so we're here to help and so they gave us a call and they said they needed these shells removed because they were trying to get out of the lease and they couldn't stay because they weren't there to begin with. And it's pretty awesome because we priced it, I mean, accordingly and fair, which is very important that you're always giving a fair and, you know, honest price. But what we did was, you know, take the hourly that we expect to get per person and we made sure that we did the math and we're going to have four guys here. It's probably going to take a day and a half. It might take a day, but we're going to, you know, make sure that we're covering our bases. So a day and a half of labor for four guys. And we're making sure that we are also taking care of the disposal fee, which I might talk about that in another podcast. We will see. Um, but anyway, we got to get these out of here. And it's, I mean, with four guys, I think we're going to be able to crush it and get it out of the way in a day. So that's the hope. We're going to see what happens. I'm actually going to go grab a donut here. I will probably catch back up with you when I get back in the truck or maybe in the middle of taking care of it. I might have actually some special guests come on today because I'm going to be working with my dad, my brother, and our friend Dakota to get this stuff out of here. So pretty awesome gig. Um, We're super excited about it. It was uh, something that just kind of fell in our lap at the perfect time. Any guys who do any form of lawn care understand that unless you're plowing in the winter, sometimes it's tough to have extra money. And that's why we did this in the first place was to have extra money in the summer. And we didn't necessarily get, you know, the nest egg in the first season. So now it's going to be important for us to kind of double back and plan ahead. You know, we got equipment from our first season. So now we're going to try to grow a little bit more moving forward. Oh, my dad's out here eating a donut, getting ready, getting the carbs in. All right. They are talking out there. I'm going to go out there, uh, probably grab a donut myself, some hot coffee and, you know, work through a plan with them and see what we're going to do moving forward here. And I will get back to you on our exciting little, you know, fluke that kind of fell in our lap. All right. Welcome back. How are we doing? So I just wanted to talk a little bit about what we did today. It is 340 now. We did, um, we had to break down 
Oh, man. I don't even know how many shelving units were actually there. Um, you can probably hear this beeping in the background. That's not cool. All right. So now I got the seatbelt on. We're all good to go. You know, I'm driving, talking. I feel like Caleb Ballman right now from the Kid Contractor Podcast because that's what he does. Can't wait to get, you know, my headphones and just be able to do this while, you know, I'm driving. Just, you know, speak my thoughts and share them on the podcast. So, all right. We got that done today. And while we were there... We got a call to go salt the one driveway that I uh, we do it is a the driveway that we do is a regular customer who has an Airbnb. He's two minutes from my house, and it was five minutes from the place that we were actually working at. So it's pretty simple, pretty cool. My dad had to run home go get the salt spreader though. We didn't have it. It started snowing kind of when we were on the way. Um, while he was gone, we actually had a good amount. We got a good amount of the shelving done or uh, taken down while he was gone, and then you know. He came back for about an hour. We went and got lunch. Uh, when he came back from lunch, we had gotten uh, probably two more of like the heavy-duty five-length like industrial shelving down. So, I mean, we were working. We were getting shelves down left and right. And it, it wasn't – they weren't easy to get down necessarily, but we did it. And, you know, it just took – they weren't hard. It's, it was just rubber mallets, but it was just a matter of like every board had two-foot by four-foot plywood. And it was pretty, you know, just strenuous. <laughs> Um, sorry. So I did have to leave. However, um, you know, I put a load on my truck and went and unloaded it at my house. And then I had to leave because I have to go coach. Um, I have to go coach swimming. And, you know, they threw one load on the truck and took that home. So now Monday, (coughs) Monday, I believe they're going back to, you know, finish up the job pretty much. Un, or pretty much load everything up in the trucks, take it over to either my house or their or my dad's house, get everything out of there. And then once we get everything out of there, we can kind of move forward with cleaning the rest of it, you know, broom sweeping. And that was just what we were subcontracted to do. That was it. Hey, take these shelves down, clean the place, make it look good. Um, you know, there shouldn't be anything in there. They were trying to get out of a lease and they left stuff and the attorney was pretty much... Like, hey, this stuff has to go. And, you know, that's how we're getting paid. They had asked whoever and they subcontracted us and we made an agreement and we're we're getting it out. So it's pretty cool um, because we're actually getting some shelving out of it. You know, it's, it's the disposal fee, but the shelving's in great condition. So, you know, we're not just going to chuck it. We thought about originally like, okay, well, we're going to have to get rid of a bunch of scrap metal. What do we do with a bunch of scrap metal? Well, you take it to the scrapyard. So we didn't have to do that, which is cool. And, you know, it's cool because we're thinking like, oh, well, we have a future of potentially like wanting to have a shop. So these shelves will come in handy with some organization and things like that. Um, some pegboard and stuff there that I might be able to utilize my, or in the business as well. So it's just pretty sweet. Uh, it was a, a sweet gig, sweet extra money in the winter. And, you know, we <laughs> it couldn't have came at a better time. It really couldn't have come at a better time. And we're just thankful to have that opportunity. And you know what? If it wasn't for starting this business, we wouldn't have had that opportunity to have, you know, that that money kind of fall in our laps. So I don't know if it's like one of those good things happen to those who wait or what. I mean, we weren't waiting. We got started. We did it. And it's just, you know, hard work earns money. And I, I've done a lot, I think, to get our name out there. And we work hard or worked hard all summer. You know, working on lawns, getting our name out there, putting it on the Facebook groups and things like that. And now I almost positive I rank on the first page of Google with 
I mean, not that I would say it was easy or that it was hard. It, it wasn't really hard. Um, but we did it. We're, I mean, I'm not paying for, you know, a spot either. Like I'm not true green up at the top or bright view or anything like that. Getting, you know, pushed to the top because they're paying. Cause that would be ridiculous. Um, as like at our level, sorry, I'm just coming around turns here and just want to make sure that I'm paying attention. So I am on my way to coach right now. Um, probably starts in about a half hour, but I usually get there 15 minutes before any of the kids make sure I kind of start setting up. There's no, uh, you know, anomalies with, uh, what's going on. I wonder, I actually just saw a truck that I'm pretty sure it was anomaly lawn and landscape. So it's kind of funny. I, I guess that word just popped in my head, but it's so cool going down the street. Uh, I mean, side, side rant here. So cool going down the street as a landscaper and seeing other landscapers and seeing the rigs that they have. And, you know, this guy had a flatbed with, uh, the big salt, uh, oh, man, I think it was, it must've been Western. It was one of the giant red, uh, salt backs. So the salt spreaders for them, I mean, when you get industrial and you're, you're, you know, it's being used for like parking lots and stuff. It's just so cool. They're so big. The truck was nice. I just, I can't wait to be in that situation and have those kind of things. Now, eventually you just kind of make the jump into that and you do that and you get those, um, because you know, you have to spend money to make money and you, you need the best equipment you can get because it's going to make the jobs easier. So, you know, that's kind of the route we're going. That's the things we need to do, um, in the future. And, I'm just like, again, I'm so stoked. And like the money that we're getting right now from this job that I, the podcast is about is going to go towards paying off equipment that we have, or it's either going to go as a down payment or part of a down payment towards like a truck that we want to buy to be able to plow more and have a crew next year. And it's just this random job is just opening so many opportunities for us. And it's putting some money in our pockets right now when, you know, it's just like the early time of the year. I just, bought oil, like all these things, like I was saying, like, it's just nice to have extra money. I mean, I get paid for my regular job today and you know, that's awesome. But like, there's just something so fulfilling about getting paid from your company, like your own company and, you know, making money that, you know, you're earning and you're building something and it's just, it's so rewarding. I don't even know. I don't know how to t like talk about it. It's just, I think like all other entrepreneurs know, but all right, I am pulling into the school here. So I'm going to stop talking. I will follow up again later. All right. So this is just going to be the final little section of this podcast. I am following up the next day. I'm just going to do it this way so that we can end it here, um, start another podcast. But I do want to just say that, you know, yesterday went really well. We're really happy with uh, the job that we were offered. Um, we plan on, you know, finishing up on Monday and we're going to be bringing all this stuff to my house or to my dad's house and making sure that we're pretty much all set to go and, you know, broom sweep the place and that's it. And this company is so cool. I mean, they just sent it right to us or uh, send the money right to us. No problems real quick. It's not like a T30 or anything like that. T60, like they get the job done. They want it done. The attorney is like, yep, looks good. And that's it. So that's what we're looking forward to. Um, you know, Sometime next week, getting a nice little uh, little pay bump to Blades. Um, and again, it's just like the opportunity that was created by making a business that opened up the window for us to 
have this additional income is just so cool. And it's something that I would recommend to anybody who has just a little bit of ambition and doesn't like working for somebody else. I was thinking about it this morning and as I always do, and maybe it's because I own my own business now and, you know, I just am constantly thinking about it, but it's also just like what I went to college for isn't what I'm excited about anymore. It's not what I want to do. I'm noticing that more and more with my friends who went to college. A lot of them, you know, we were told to go, we were told to go into science. We were told to go into math or engineering. And it's like, I mean, there's jobs out there for these things and you can make good money, but it's not upfront. And that like, to me, that's the problem is like, I went and spent 50 plus thousand dollars to get a degree, which is relatively cheap compared to some degrees. And I'm not even making, well, actually I might just be making $50,000. So like for me to actually pay off my student loans and pay for my house and have a family and have my truck and have all these things that, you know, a normal family should be able to have you're not making enough at your entry-level job. And I'm not even entry-level technique. I've been doing this for almost four years. And the fact that, you know, the pay bumps aren't crazy, it doesn't really matter what kind of experience you have. Companies are going to pay you what they want to pay you. And they're all kind of in cahoots with the standard pay. So, I mean, I got pretty sweet benefits where I'm at um, in terms of vacation and everything like that. But it does kind of wear on you regardless. It's like, well, how much can you offer me that's really going to make a difference to me um, to offset the like lack of being happy? And I, I don't know if there's a number. I don't know. Um, but the excitement that I have for my business, I can, you know, stay up late. I can work on it at all points. I can think about it at all, like all the time while I'm driving. I love listening to podcasts about lawn care. Uh, because it really, you know, motivates me and gets me excited for, you know, the things that I can do and like seeing these guys 10, 15 years in or five years in who were extremely successful or even the guys who just started last year and, you know, they just knew how to hit the ground running, had just enough funding, knew, you know, the right equipment to get, or maybe they acquired a business and, you know, they just went for it and, like all these people, like all the success stories, following those is what motivates us to like really be successful. And I think that we're not going to have any issues being successful other than, you know, having like each of us having a full-time job and needing to run a business while also working. It's, it's the difficult part today. It was snowing on my way into work and I was like, well, you know what? Like, it was only about an inch of snow, but there's a chance if I have an inch of snow, then a little bit up north, they probably have closer to two inches and it's going to get into this questionable, like, do we need to get the plow on the truck? My truck's the only one that connects to a plow. So it's like, do I need to trade out trucks with somebody and make sure they have the plow? My dad was going to see my brother up in Penn State and I was like, well, that's going to be an issue if I'm at work and he's leaving. And like, there is the scenarios where owning your own business can be, of, I mean, it it's, it is its own full-time job and, you know, see the memes or the, the jokes going around where it's like, oh, like I didn't want to work uh, 40 hours a week or a nine to five anymore. So I quit my job um, and opened my own business. And now I work 24 seven. Like that's totally true. It is totally how it works because you never stop thinking about it. You're always working on it. There's always something to be done. And, you know, if you want to be successful, sometimes you do have to work that 24 seven and, 
you know, maybe one week's 24 seven and it's not always 24 seven, but you're always thinking about it. You're always, you know, working on the business. There's always a little key step or something that's going to go into the business. And that's just something we're noticing more and more that, you know, it really takes a lot of intentionality and effort going into the business to be successful and to be able to grow. And when we're evaluating things, like when we bought the salt spreader, it's like, okay, well, how much money is this salt spreader actually going to make us? And we've salted with it like five, six, seven times now um, on separate occasions. And it would have already, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have paid for itself completely yet, but in just the little bit of time, we only had it for, I mean, less than a month, it's making us a good or a fair amount of money. So like, it's one of those scenarios where you got to spend money to make money. You're creating an opportunity for yourself to actually be able to, you know, go out and salt driveways and salt parking lots and earn additional income by offering that and speeding it up too. So we could have done like a, a walk behind spreader or you could spread by hand, um, especially on driveways, but you got to get in and out of the truck. You got to do like, pour some of the salt in like, and it can just be a time consuming process and slow you down. And sometimes, you know, monetarily it's not worth it. So we had bought a uh, snow X, I think it was, yeah, snow X SP 10 and it's nothing big. It holds three, maybe four bags of salt. It's supposed to hold up to about 250 pounds, but you know, it, it kind of gets full about three and a half bags. So you can fill it up to about that uh, that level and it. It's almost just about topped off. And I mean, it can go through that pretty quick too, but it goes a pretty long way. I mean, for driveways and everything, if you're doing three and a half bags, that's either a big driveway or you can get a couple driveways out. And, you know, whether you're only putting a half bag down or you're putting a whole bag or you're selling the same bag, it depends. I mean, there's different scenarios on all the different driveways and, you know, the weather conditions and if it's a little bit more icy you might need more salt if they don't need as much salt because it was just you know fluffy snow and it, it did plow all off and it's just gonna melt in the sun like that's awesome you know and i think the reason that we got so many um salt jobs so far though is because the last few weeks or days we've gotten down to like zero to negative not well i think we were in the negatives of wind chill but we got down to about zero degrees um we had a couple of days where it didn't get over 10 and even the salt, um, some of the salt you use, you got to be careful with because it's like it, it melts ice down to negative five or sorry, five degrees, not negative. It melts it down to five degrees. So you start getting down on those zeros and especially you're throwing wind chill in there and, you know, ground temperatures and everything. It's not melting anymore. And all it's doing is really maybe providing traction or it's just melting a hole in, you know, that little section of ice, but it's not doing much. So it's hard to price salt because you don't know how much you're either going to need to put down or how often or if it's going to be enough to begin with because, you know, it might not work. So you might need to spend more money on a treated salt that goes down to, I think some of them go down like calcium chloride might go down to negative 20 or something like that. So rather than like a sodium chloride, um, and that's all just, you know, how much heat's released when they, uh, it's the chemical reaction takes place with the water, um, it produces heat. And so depending on how much heat, is going to be how much it melts and at what temperatures. But that maybe can be another podcast um, or, you know, conversation about snow plowing could be another podcast. But I just wanted to kind of, you know, bring everybody up to speed with where we're at. Talk about that new job that we just got and are just about or completed with. And I just want to thank everybody for listening and kind of being patient with the podcast. You know, I'm, I've been working on getting new equipment, working on the audio. There was a couple issues with the uh, previous two or three episodes um, the audio wasn't exactly what it was supposed to be. I don't really know what happened. It's hard being your own sound engineer, um, especially when you are still learning, but 
part of me like is like, okay, yeah, like let me go hire somebody to go do this. But the other part of me is like, well, I really do want to get a grip on what I'm supposed to be doing. So, I mean, what would be better for me right now would be hiring somebody to train me how to do it. But again, that's not necessarily in the budget. And I don't really have the time to sit down and, you know, speak with someone for a couple sessions to figure out, you know, like, what are the things I should be looking out for? And how do I edit everything? So I'm kind of using a one size fits all, like, edit the best that I can um, using magic mastering on Buzzsprout and if you know, let me know how this podcast sounds. I mean, if you think it sounds pretty good, and you know, go give it a rating. Five five stars is always nice. It helps me out. And you know, like it's kind of a pat on the back. Just be like, okay, yeah, we we see what you're doing here, and we appreciate it. And you know, maybe give a five star, but throw some advice in there. That's fine too. If you want, you can go check out either um, the Blades LLC Instagram page, and you can send me some comments there if you like. Or I do have a long care together. Instagram. Um, I haven't actually put that together. I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to hold the name for the podcast and do that separately from Blades or if I just wanted to kind of, you know, put everything all in one and use this as like a long care together slash Blades LLC podcast so that everybody can just kind of get there. I can get the name out there, but at the same time, I, I have a podcast that's named slightly separately, but an entity of Blades. So we'll see. I mean, things are constantly changing. Um, I know a lot of people who have these podcasts are setting them up as separate entities. So, you know, it's multiple uh, income streams and things aren't really crossing and paperwork and things like that. I know it gets a little confusing. So, I mean, we'll see where we go with it. But again, I just want to thank everybody for being here. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, People who are asking me about when the next podcast is coming out, I appreciate that because it does hold me accountable to make sure that I'm actually, you know, getting through and actually putting something out. Um, they say that most podcasts don't make it past eight episodes. I think this is number seven. If this is number eight, I think it's number seven though. So, I mean, we're going to be working on them. I have ideas. I have more than three ideas currently written out right now on what kind of podcasts I want to do. And it's just finding the time to actually sit down and record them. And I don't even think it's the recording that's the issue. It's really getting time to sit down and edit them because they say for every minute you record is three like probably three minutes of editing. It's like three times as long. So if I record 30 minutes, it's going to take me, well, and honestly, I'm not that experienced. So it's probably going to take me more than an hour and a half to edit it. But to sit down and have two hours unabridged or unbothered to focus and edit everything is unlikely. I mean, I'm just, I'm busy from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep right now. And that's probably going to change um, as the baby comes, we're going to be busy with the baby and don't get me wrong, but I'm going to be out from work. Um, so I think that I'm going to use that as an opportunity to be able to sit down and talk and have the podcast a little bit more, um, have it be a little bit more frequent. I like the idea of having one every week on Wednesdays was going to be my plan. Uh, but part of me wants to put out more than that. So part of me wants to have over a hundred episodes in uh, 2022. And I think that would be awesome, but I mean, it's a big goal. And you know what? Like, maybe that's what I need. That's my stretch goal for the year. Like 100 podcasts for 2022. Um, I did actually record a podcast about 2022 and setting goals and, you know, just kind of bettering myself and, you know, bettering the business and bettering just the environment around me. But I got a little busy. I got some sidetracked or I got sidetracked. We were kind of prepping for a, a New Year's party with my family and, I just, I really didn't like the sound quality of it. I, and again, I had purchased new equipment so that I could, you know, make this podcast sound a little bit better, a little bit more official, um, reduce the editing and be able to really get it out there a little bit quicker. 
And I, I'm hoping that it all does work out, but I recorded that podcast. And again, I just wasn't thrilled by it. So I didn't put it out. So I think I'll still probably, you know, talk about setting goals and something along those lines in one of the next two or three podcasts here. So just keep listening for that. If you want to, you know, talk about goals or listen to my goals and figure out where we want to go in 2022. But otherwise, I just, again, thanks for being here. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. You know, we're still in the, the dead of winter, so just stay safe, stay warm out there. And we appreciate you being here. I really do. Have a good one.